Welcome everybody to another episode of Super Fast Income. Christian here and today our guest is Harj Gale. Harj is a multi-award winning international speaker, serial entrepreneur and mental health advocate. And he's also an amazing public speaker. Harj, welcome to the show. How are you today? Thank you for having me, Christian. And I'm super excited about this because I know we've been talking about this for a little while now and I'm super interested and super excited to be here. Awesome. So you have multiple businesses. Let's start with what brought you into business in the first place. So for me, my journey in entrepreneurship started in July 2021. But a year before that, life wasn't so rosy because we were in the middle of a pandemic. You know, I think everyone can equate to this and understand that, you know, jobs were being you know, torn left, right and center. Companies weren't hiring. So whilst amongst the midst of madness of the pandemic and corporates not hiring, my world was taking a bit of a downturn. And that was because my wife had her suspicions around money in the household. And growing up from an Indian, from an Indian heritage, you know, it's usually the men that look after the money. So what happened is it was actually the 16th of June 2020 where her suspicions became true. And it was the fact that she had my phone in her hand and she saw a list of gambling transactions. And what she didn't know was for 12 years prior to that, you know, I hid it from her, from my family, from the world, from everyone. And it got to the point where she realized that because of my actions, the consequences were we were £250,000 in debt. I suffered mental health problems. I suffered a lot of issues. And the addiction took me down a very dark path to almost doing the unthinkable. And it was by doing the unthinkable where I was fortunate to come out the other side, where I realized I pursued my passion towards entrepreneurship. And on this journey of growth, I only started one business. I've now got five businesses. That's fantastic. So can you tell me a little bit more about your mindset, how your mindset shift from that situation, that dark moment in your life into starting and growing successful businesses so really as a man you know we are told to do one thing which is to fix certain things and that's how i've always been told and grown up to be sort of doing so what happened is even though the addiction got so bad i mean it got to a point where i tried to attempt the unthinkable so at every point we are one step away from our breakthrough what i mean by this is i had to understand and learn this because the biggest breakthrough moment that came for me personally was to drop my ego and accept vulnerability. And I think men have this whole preconcept notion that we have to take the world, the weight of the world on our shoulders. We have to try and do everything and hide it from everyone. And the reality is that we can't. So by understanding getting therapy and having vulnerability as a strength, not a weakness, was the first time in my life where I realized that if I did want to become someone different, I needed someone else to show me how to introduce different habits. So what I learned was people with addictions have something phenomenal. And this sounds crazy, right? Because you're thinking, what phenomenal things do these have? Well, in business, you need one thing beyond everything else is the ability to have resourcefulness. So as an addict, when you don't have money, and you're minus £250,000, no matter what is happening, you would find that money to fuel that habit. So what I did do was squash the addiction, meaning the gambling addiction, but keep this resourcefulness habit. 
Because when I put this into entrepreneurship, I just said to myself, what do I need to do? Who do I need to speak to? What actions do I need to take? What conversations do I need to have? What resourceful things do I need to put into my business to drive that business forward? And that's where the difference comes in. So when I took that resourcefulness, it allowed me to think a bit differently and start thinking beyond the horizon as to just watching YouTube, you know, Googling how to run a successful business, trying to read books and endlessly to start saying to me, what other things do I need to do and learn and acquire for my business to project on this, this curve that I want to take it to? That's awesome. So you found your own way out of gambling. Yeah. Did you receive support at that time? Uh, were you yeah. looking for help? Yeah, so I had, I had to have different levels of support. So one, the biggest support throughout the whole journey has been my wife and my children. You know, they are the pillar of my rock. You know, they were with me at the very, very bottom to the point where my marriage, because of, you know, what I did, you know, I broke the fundamental relationship which is trust. I broke trust in our relationship, but we were able to grow that by having conversations, not lying and being honest and authentic with each other. So not only did I have my personal support, however, my wife didn't understand entrepreneurship. She understood the corporate world. And these are two different worlds. So what I had to learn was, who do I need to speak to? So what I did do is by having a failing business, I had to unlearn old habits that weren't serving me. Ultimately, what I did is got a mentor. And the mentor that I picked was the person that is doing what I want to be doing and is also crushing it in that industry. So I had to get both. I had to get professional support and personal support. Awesome. So you find the support and then the inspiration, someone that could bring you where you wanted to be. Yeah, I think what, what happens as well is that when, when you want to get to where you want to get to, you have to understand that because you don't know what you don't know, that doesn't automatically mean that you're going to get to where you're going to get to. It's almost like I, I put a post out the other day saying you have to understand that you can never climb a mountain that's smooth. And I think we have this whole idea that business is going to be sailing. I can just do something in the next three months and everything's going to be flying in when the reality is. Are you building a business or are you building a legacy? And that's something my, my mentor said to me. And I didn't understand what he meant by that, but I realize now what he means by that, which is you can make quick bucks, fine. But what are you trying to create as a wealth aspect? And, and really I had to, once again, this is why I believe we're in this, we're in this era where we have ChatGPT, we have YouTube, we have books, we have Google. In fact, we have so much information that it's pouring out of our ears. What people lack is wisdom. I think people need wisdom more than information because you can learn so much in the pitfalls of what people have been through. And that's what really a mentor does, right? Is they collapse that time frame to get you to where you want to get to without having to go through the financial barrier pain, the personal pains, the professional pains, you are going to get them anyway, but at least they're going to be at least minimized to what you feel upon them. Yeah, I love your story. It's very inspiring. And I think it takes a lot of courage to share it openly. And you share it every day online, on social media, on different platforms. And you're also an amazing public speaker. So what do you think is the balance between being authentic and 
preparing a polished presentation. If I speak from experience, see, whenever you see someone that's polished, and I've seen people come through, and it's everything down to the car they're driving, the clothes that they're wearing, the watch they could be wearing. You have so this is what we call external, what perceived credibility, meaning that they may look good, but the true authenticity comes through here, which is do I want to work with someone that hasn't experienced losses and doesn't have to overcome these challenges? Or do I want to work with someone that has been through ups and downs, has learned through the journey, but more importantly, has come out the other side? Now, the reason I'm authentic and I share this is because most people are scared of sharing this. They want to show that life was rosy, business was rosy, making money was easy. And that's why when you see all these charlatans online that will take your money and then deliver F4. I believe that if you want to build a deeper connection and you want to build deeper engagement, really share your wins, which is your greatest successes, but also share your great successes in your losses. Because what that now does to the person listening to it, it goes, well, hold on. Maybe this person understands my personal problems, my health problems, my wealth problems, my relationship problems. When people can understand you've been through it, you build something called connection. And connection comes from authenticity by opening up about things that you feel they may perceive as weak, but to the other person, feels like actually you can help me because not only have you been through it, you come out the other side. And I think in this world that not a lot of people are sharing the authentic self, which by sharing this puts you automatically in the 1% club because 99% of people aren't even doing it. And how does it feel when you share your authenticity, your message yourself online on social media and people trying to destroy you? Because everybody have been there, right? Yeah, totally agree. So the great thing, you have to understand this. So if I look at it from, you know, what happened with Moses? If we look back what happened with Moses when he went to the Red Sea, he parted ways. And this is what your story does when you tell your story. It's going to do two things. It's going to attract the people that resonate and want to come work with you want to find out more about you. At the same time, it's going to repel the people that you shouldn't be working with. And these are some of the people that you've been chasing. So what happens here by sharing the authenticity of your story, when you get all these people that say to you, oh, you're just a joker. I've had it. I've had you know, some of the comments that I've had personally. If I wasn't in a stable set and I've worked on myself, that could have taken me down a darker path. But because I'd been so good at myself, I just said to myself, these aren't the people that I need to be serving. So I'm just going to push you over here for a second. And I'm going to talk to people that need my help or that have reached out to me because they feel that they need my help. And that's really, if I break it down, when you do this, you move yourself. And here's a more powerful thing about telling your story. You remove yourself from being an expert. And let me explain why. When you're an expert in your field, you are chasing clients. So what do you want to do? You want to become an authority. Authorities attract clients. And the biggest way to build credibility and authority is by sharing your story. There is a special formula that you would suggest to anyone who's trying to become an authority yeah. that they can use right now. 
So the one that I could simply give to you guys is let's take Hollywood. Everyone loves a hero, right? Everyone loves a hero because guess what happens? They start somewhere, they encompass pain, so they go down this curve, and then at some point of this curve, there's this light bulb moment, there's this breakthrough moment, but yet we feel like, hold on, how could this person take, endure, and have all this hardship and pain? But because this person has stuck through, and that one step towards the journey changes a different shift, and that's what goes on the upward curve. So if my example is this, understand who your audience is and how you can help them, right? And then you need to then look at your life experiences and then resonate with this person. So for me, an example, if I'm talking about my story, I would talk about, look, my addiction led me down a dark path. And as a result, it cost me my relationship, my health, my financials, even to the point I tried to do the unthinkable. And I'm one of the fortunate ones, breaking point. And I realized that if I really wanted to be true to myself and keep hold of this promise that I gave to my children, I need to do something different. So I realized that entrepreneurship lit me up and I started reading books. I started going after clients. Was it hard? Yes. Were people judging me? Yes. Did I even question myself? Yes. But slowly but surely, I started getting engagement. I started getting clients. I won my first client. I won my second client. And then slowly but surely, I went from a business that was failing to generating my first five-figure contract to my six-figure contract to my seven-figure contract. Now I've gotten five businesses, nominated Male Entrepreneur of the Year. I've got four speaking awards and I've spoken at the, the, the ITV, BBC, House of Lords, all these places. And I share this with you is because anyone has been on this journey. I just did it right now, Christian. I just shared a quick story that you don't need to spend years on. But if you can take minutes on, you can quickly build your credibility. I love it. And you mentioned so many people online trying to sell fluff, basically getting your money and just, you know, worst case scenario, disappear. And best case scenario, trying to work with you and get it nowhere. So where do you see the, let's say the, the, the line between ethical persuasion when you do marketing and advertise yourself online or promote yourself online and manipulation? Well, you've, you hear from the, the, what people say. Um, so when people try to close you straight away, they're money driven. So what I mean by that is rather than people, they try to lure you into like this false pretense of, yeah, invest with me now and I can make you X, Y, and Z. Really, you have to do your due diligence as a human being, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner. Ask yourself, who has this person done? If these people have helped people, here are a simple thing you could do. Reach out to one of their people. Ask them for five to ten of their clients. And the reason I say five to ten, because if they have done five to ten, then really should they be helping you? Ask them for the handles, ask for the details, and ask them how this person has helped them achieve their results. And more importantly, listen to the language that the person you're speaking to is using. If it's money driven, just have your wits about you. However, if the person is truly trying to understand your position, where you're at, what's happening, what you've been doing, and it's almost like having this doctor frame, right? If you go into a doctor and then before you've opened your mouth, the doctor prescribed you medication, how do you feel? 
my guesses are annoyed, upset, they haven't listened to me, what do they know, how can they even help me? So you have to understand, stop taking this approach with your clients and the people you're working with. Instead, slow your roll down, find out more about that individual, what's been holding them back, why they're in this situation, more importantly, what is it that they're looking to achieve in their own personal life, their professional life, and financial life. If you can understand these three areas and build rapport with them through the conversations, you have now automatically found out more about them and you, now this is where your integrity comes in. If you truly believe you can help this individual based on your experiences and what you've done with other people and more importantly yourself, then personally go and help that person. So you have to listen to how much people really give a shit about you as opposed to someone just taking your money and not caring about you. Mm -mm -mm. That's very interesting. How would you use this with people just starting out? Because at some point, everybody, all of us has been, you know, just a beginner or just trying to make this business work. So what would you suggest to those people without clients yet? So here's what I would do. First of all, understand who your client is. Because I think people have got this great idea, right? They want to just sell to everyone with a pulse and a checkbook. And the reality is by doing that, you're selling to no one. So one of the biggest shifts that I did in my own personal life and business was to say to myself, really, who am I approaching? Who, who do I really want to help? Because if I say to myself, men and women, okay, I agree. But then I said to myself, well, why don't I start with men and women from the South Asian community? Ah, now that's a bit more niche. You can even niche that down even more. I can turn around and say, well, not just everyone in the South Asian community, because I'm a Sikh, from a Sikh background, they may be able to resonate with me more because they understand me more and we're like for like. So you have to understand this. So first of all, who do you want to serve? But understanding the demographic aspects of this person and also the psychographics of this person, what keeps them up at night, what they're reading. If you can understand all this, now what happens is based on life experience, here's what I would do. When you're putting posts out there, share the authenticity of your post. Remember the hero's journey. What did you go through? What happened as a breakthrough moment? And what did you achieve at the end of it? And if people are resonating with you, and here's a really simple tip that everyone can do. If people like and people comment, Here's what happens with everyone else. They expect everyone to flood to them like they are Jesus or they are God's gift. It doesn't work that way. You are in business. If you go to the backbones of business, how was business conducted? By two people having a conversation with each other, getting to know one another, and then finding out if we are truly in a line and we can help each other. Problem is now is people are trying to turn rules into revenues. Who made that idea up? Who made that assumption up? No. Reels are brand awareness. Your posts are brand awareness. If people are liking and commenting, you as the entrepreneur have to now create an engagement with them. So here's what I do and my team does. We turn around to each person that's liked and commenting to say, look, DM them. Hey, I really appreciate your like and comment on my recent post because it, it really fuels me into doing what I'm doing. And then some people might just get a response back. If they haven't, then just take a little step back and say, just out of interest, you like that post for a certain reason. Can I just ask, you know, what was it about that post that, you know, got your attention and that you really liked about it? 
What am I doing? I'm trying to understand why they like it in the first place. Now, you do this and build up an engagement. And then you start saying, oh, I've seen that you've got a great family. Oh, are you an entrepreneur? Oh, no. Have you ever thought about entrepreneurship? Oh, well, have you thought about doing a side hustle? Because, you know, inflation rates, this and that's going up. You know, if you could earn an extra 500 to 1,000 months, what would that do to you? What would that feel like? Have these conversations. I do this. Would you want to just jump on a webinar with me or, or a discovery call or a growth call just to see what that could look like for yourself? Perfect. Well, conversations cost nothing. It's very simple. Like, we, we create this whole idea of trying to make everything complicated when in reality, if you come down to basics of this, conversations cost nothing. Use your voice, not only with what you say, but also how you say things make a big difference too. And this is what I've done in my journey is I have literally conversations day after day after day, hour after hour, because I love it. It actually lights me up. I actually love having conversations with people because I want to know more about you. And that's what I believe true entrepreneurs do. I love it. And I love to say relationships build wealth, but conversations help cash flow. (laughs) It's true. And you know what? Uh, going back to someone else I know, and he gave me this huge, like, like aha moment. He's like, hard, man. He goes, look, if you really want to grow, man, I've seen you've been growing, but what are you doing to your next level of growth? I'm like, man, this is what I've been struggling with. I'm just trying to think, well, what is it that I can help people with? And he goes, well, tell me about some of your clients. Well, I go, I'm working with some eight-figure clients. I'm working with some multimillionaires. I've got a couple of billionaire clients. He goes, man, he goes, you hit the jackpot. I'm like, I don't understand what you mean. He goes, you're helping people start a business. You are helping people scale a business and you're helping people grow a business. Now, what you want to do is go back to some of your top clients and do this. Say, hey man, look, I'm on a mission right now because I'm looking to scale up my business and I can't do this by myself. Honestly, I can't. And I'm looking for you to help because I've helped your business and I believe that we've got a great rapport here. So what I'm looking to do is, is there three people that you know that you believe could benefit from my service? Now, if they're in competition because in the same industry, let's not do that. But if you've got some people from a different industry that you know with my guidance, my support, my team, my systems and processes can help them maybe double or triple or four or five X their profits, would that be a conversation we can have? 100%. And and I did this, I kid you not, my business grew by 67% in, I think it was like less than six months. And what that does is it says to me, learn from other people, but also master how you have these conversations with people as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Business is a people, is a, is a people things, right? Because every business has is built on people. And so I know public speaking has a very big, um, important role in your growth. So what would you say for everybody that is care about public speaking and how public speaking can help them to grow the businesses? So I want to come back into what you said before about humans. And you have to understand this is it doesn't matter what product you have, what service you have. You're in business, which means you're in the human service-based industry, which is why I'm also a mental health advocate, because through my journey, 
I've got therapy. I've also understood how human psychology works, how your brain operates, why people make certain emotions, why people make certain actions, why people make certain decisions. I've done this because I'm committing to something called mastery. I'm committing to mastery, which means everything I'm doing business, I want to understand my own emotions because I can understand people I'm serving with on how to handle their emotions. Because you do this, what you are doing is you're building a repertoire of experience and expertise. Because you should be able to go, right, I know my name, I know my last name, I know my address, I know my date of birth, I know my child's name, I know my first teacher's name. Also, I want to be able to understand what problems people are going through. So when they come to me, I'm like, I've got that. I know what to do. I know what to do. I know what to do. I, know what... I don't want to be in a situation where I believe I've worked myself up to something, so I'm great at something. I want to work myself into a position where I'm so great at something is because I can't fail at something. Two different things. So mm -hmm. going on this world of entrepreneurship and, and to you know, public speaking, public speaking teaches you this. It doesn't matter what industry you're in, people are potentially making more money than you. So the business and the industry isn't a problem. You are the problem. Now, let me understand and let me give some context around this. Because technically, you could be 10 out of 10, even 9 out of 10. When I started my security guarding business, I was no way near even a 6 or 7. People know, like huge companies have are 8s and 9s and 10s. But what I was great at was my ability to communicate. Think of it. Why have there been people in the past or right around you now that have got promotions, that have won that contract, that are scaling more businesses, that are generating more business than you? It's not that they're technically better than you because you know deep down that you are a 10 out of 10. It's because that person has a better communication. They're more effective in their communication because they can articulate better than you can. And here's the crazy thing. Those people are only like a 5 out of 10 on communication. Now, you might be at a 3 out of 10. So what does that tell you? Just by improving your pointing system by 2 to 3. Even if you go to a 6 out of 10, guess what? You will beat these people now because you've understood the power of communication. What did I say to you before? It's not what you say, it's how you say it. So when you're having these conversations, how are you looking to engage with this customer? Understanding even before you get into those conversations, what is that holding them back? Even how do you have these conversations? What do you need to do before you have these conversations? You need to have a level of certainty that you can access like that. So you know that you can help them on the other side, right? So public speaking not only teaches you just there's three things, not just how to verbally communicate. There's something called nonverbal communication. Right now, I'm looking at you. And that's because I'm not looking down because if I looked at, Christian on the screen, I've lost eye contact, right, Christian? Just by a two millimeter shift that you know, someone like Tony Robbins teaches us, by looking at the camera directly, by looking at the human in their eyes directly, you automatically build a connection. Something you can do as well, smile. By smiling and having eye contact, imagine you're a car salesperson or you're meeting people face to face, handshake, eye contact, smile, hey, how you doing? Just that alone, as opposed to, how you doing? Are you okay? Energy, eye contact, handshaking, building connection. Every time I do that, I build a connection. 
So what you want to be able to do is verbally communicate, non-verbally communicate, which is body language. Is my shoulders back? Is my chin up? Is my chest out? Am I smiling? Are my eyes engaged? These are little things. So non-verbal and verbal. If you want to take it a step further, it's written communication. Because if you can't articulate what you want to say on paper to how you talk, because they're two different things, focus on those three, commit to mastery, learn from other industries as well. So if you're in the personal training industry, learn from other industries. What do car salespeople do? What do solo people do? What do other people do? How do they, have, how do they create connections? How do they build up these relationships? Learn from people, learn from Christian, learn from people that are in your industry that are crushing it so you can start adopting and modeling some of the stuff that they're doing as well. Not copying, just modeling. I love it. And I think sometimes we are not aware of it. Like even if we knew, even if we know, we are not fully aware when we are in the communication process, when we engage with someone. Yeah. I think it requires some awareness to really be a great communicator. Yeah, well, look at this way, Christian. We are communicating every, we're communicating every single second of the day. Let me prove that to you. We are communicating what we call externally and internally. Internally means we are the mad people in life that are talking to ourselves internally. <laughs> so that is us communicating with us. So we're the people that walk around on the tube, on the bus, and we are looking at ourselves, talking to ourselves, and people think we're mad. Good. That means you're having a conversation with yourself. The second part is the external conversations. You know, think of it this way. You know, when you're having coffee with friends or you're meeting people in a business meeting or you're having team meetings or you're meeting friends, you don't need scripts. You don't need to question yourself. When your friend comes up to you with a problem, what do you do? You sit down. You turn your voice. You go into more of a, an empath. You try to understand their concerns, their issues. And then when you want to walk them out through a certain perception, go, well, hold on. Everything you've been saying is absolutely BS. You have to change your tone of voice. Tonality, hand gestures, the way we approach a situation, Christian, everything that we do, we're automatically doing. Now that we become self-aware of it, we just be going, well, would this tone, would this archetype, what am I saying? Is it really going to help this person or is it going to debilitate this person? So self-awareness and being a little bit conscious but letting your subconscious come more into this is almost like, here's Google, you're conscious. Here's what I want to achieve. When you press enter, your subconscious will provide all the commands that you want and give you the outcome that you want when you ask it the right questions. So you are very present on social media. How yeah. many posts do you post per day and most of them is videos how many do yeah. you make per day um well uh, two to three two um, to three how did you build up this amazing uh, powerhouse social media production uh, <laughs> in, your, in your day to day do you know what you, you, this is it you you don't need a fancy setup if i'm honest with you when i first started out if you go back to my early videos christian I had crappy lighting. I, did, I didn't know what I was talking about, but I knew I had a message that I wanted to deliver, which is no matter what you're going through life, you have something called the power of choice. Start making the right decisions. That's always been my message throughout everything I've been talking about. All I then understood was, oh, there's something called a tripod. A tripod. Oh, there's something called a ring light. 
There's something called a microphone. Oh, there's something called a camera. Oh, you've got an iPhone. Fantastic. You know, you can use your front of your camera, get a ring light, get a tripod. You can set this up for 30, 40 quid, 30, 40 pounds. You don't need a lot. You don't even need a microphone. What you need, this is all the pretentious stuff. What you need is to understand your message. Because that's more powerful than everything else. And once I started understanding my journey, what I had to do was say to myself, what have I gone through in my own experiences, in my health, in my wealth, and in my relationships? And what knowledge can I impart to the people that are listening to it that can find some value from it? So here's something that you can do. Set yourself up, <clears throat> record yourself for an hour, have a list of questions. You know, it can be 10 questions that you ask yourself. Or if you have a friend with you, get your friend to ask you the questions, record all this in an hour, and now you have 30 days of content. That was the biggest game changer, was to record everything in a batch, have the questions predetermined, but then the answers to those questions come in flow state. I found it better when I was working with someone because now I'm, I have to give that person because they, you have to treat that person if they're your client. And every answer I've given and every response I've given has been based on life experiences, things I've learned, but also what people have told me how I've helped them with as well. So what you want to do is go out there. Let Okay, so here's, here's what I say. Procrastination is the mother of all f-ups you could dream about everything that you want to dream about and you can think about everything that you want to think about stop thinking start implementing you'll never be perfect on the gate coming out the gates what you will be is going out there delivering one delivering two delivering three once you get to version 100 200 i said to myself and someone said to me because mate because you are nowhere near uh, even coming out the gates because you've done a couple of hundred videos. So what? Because do a couple of thousand, do tens of thousands, and then we'll talk. I'm like, what? <laughs> People's perceptions, because we build this own reality that, oh, I've done a video day, I'm good. No, no, no. You have to constantly show up because you never know who's listening, when people are listening. And it could take the 10th video. It could take your 100th video. A friend of mine said this to me. She's now absolutely killing it online she went from a few hundred followers at the beginning of this year only about february she's got about now sixty thousand followers she made herself a commitment she said in 12 months i'm going to have a hundred interviews whether that's podcasts whether it's online whether it's in person and i'm going to go reach out to every single person i want to make sure all these hundred slots are filled and it wasn't till her 96th post that she did with this Facebook uh, channel where it just blew up it went to something like 50 million views her Instagram blew up her TikTok blew up her LinkedIn blew up her Facebook blew up she's now been on Lad Bible she's been interviewed she's on the board of Scotland Yard she does stuff with the government she's done stuff with BBC she's been on T like, I mean this is the woman before even going out there and getting her message out there sorry getting out there and getting in front of people her message was simple. She understood her message and what she wants to deliver. And then guess what she did? Made her actions speak louder than her words.
And that's what business is about. That's awesome. Yeah, because we need visibility. But visibility alone won't help you to grow or build your business. There's an old saying, isn't there, uh, Christian? There's no point in having a Ferrari in the garage if no one sees it. <laughs> Stop being the best kept hidden secret. That's awesome. So, Harsh, thank you so much for your time and your wisdom. How can people stay in touch with you? Look, if you go on to, I'm everywhere. <laughs> so, LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, X, even threads, I'm everywhere. So all you need to do is search for Harj Gale, H-A-R-J-G-A-H-L-E-Y. Connect with me. And if anything that I've said with you resonates, reach out because conversations cost nothing. And I'll see if I can help you. Or if not, reach out to Christian and then see if you can put me in touch or ask Christian for wisdom because he's got a wealth of knowledge too. Thank you so much, my friend. I'll see you soon. Take care.